0: Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your boy, Dears D, and welcome to the DD Fuego Show. Now, if you're new here, welcome. And if you don't know what Fuego means because you're new here, well, all it means is fire. That's all it truly means, just fire. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back once again. I appreciate all the support. But what you guys can do for me is you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. And you can also listen to this podcast on the Anchor app, please share this on your social media platforms, wherever you use, because that would do me a favor. I would do your boy, Didi, a huge, solid, a huge favor. On this episode, hosted by the prettiest podcast host of all time, Didi, that's me. <laughs> on this episode, we're going to talk about traveling and why traveling is important. And why you should travel, why you should save up some money for yourself or your family and just take up and go somewhere new because it's very important for you to see the world. Like, I don't understand this notion that some people have where they just want to stay in the same place and just live there and not travel the world. Like, this we have a big world over, I, I don't know how much countries are there precisely. I should look into that and I will, but I do believe that we should be able to travel and you, if you have the means to travel, you should do it and you should look into certain places that you would find attractive to travel. I just did the research and it's over 195 countries in this world right now as you speak. And I think it's important for you to travel. But before we get into it in great detail, we have to do something that we customarily do on this channel. And what that is, is the word of the day. And the word of the day, according to the merriam Webster, being that it is June 5th, 2018, the word of the day is Fustigate. Fustigate. Now, the word fustigate means to beat with or as if with a short, heavy club. Or the second definition is to criticize severely. And we all have credits, so we know what it means to be criticized. Trust me, we all do. And we know that with this word, because it's to criticize, which means it is a what? A verb. So that is the word of the day. Make sure you put it in your mental lexicon. Use it in your daily vernacular, okay? Use it in everyday conversation. Share the word of the day. Use it. Add it to your life so you can share it with somebody else, and then you can both grow as intellectuals, all right? This is the DD Fuego Show. We are talking about traveling. With traveling, you understand people's perspectives better. I would say, like, if you meet a person who travels a lot, they don't have a closed mind. I find that when I talk to people who travel a lot, they have more of an open mind into things, into different customs and sort of stuff like that. I think it's important for people to travel. Why? is because it opens up the door for you to understand people from their perspective. Because what I find is, When you go to a different place, you don't inflict your customs and your beliefs onto them. So you're not ethnocentric. You're more open-minded because you're in their domain, right? So that's why I have more sympathy for people who come to Canada and they are not aware of certain customs that we have here And it's easier for me to, like, talk to them and not... Because, like, some of them can't speak the language when they immigrate. They can't speak English very well, so I'm a lot more patient with them because I know what it's like to be in a country where you don't know the language. And even if you do know the language, you might not understand the customs that they have because America and Canada, we both speak English as our primary language, but we both operate differently as countries. It's self evident If you watch the news, read the history, whatever you do. But I'm just saying, from my perspective, it's better to travel because you're more aware and cognizant of how people are different from you. Even if they're the same race, even if they have the same religion, because of their growing up in a different country, their way of life is different. And that's why I think it's very important because it gives you an open mind. Like I said, alluded to earlier, and it helps you as a person to be more aware of how people do certain things. And you're not as more, not as judgmental towards them as if you were in your own country. So what I mean by that is when you travel because you're, the odd man out or the odd lady out you have to kind of merge yourself in their culture and to try to understand them in their culture right so say if you go to France and since I speak French a little bit I would say I'm pretty good but since I speak French even though I speak French their customs in French in France is different so I've been told by people who travel france and like i'm really big into learning languages i think it's one of the most important things that you can do but because of the technology you don't really actually have to learn the language i think Google's developing the system where you have earphones and then someone can speak to you in mandarin and you can hear it in your native tongue so for me personally if you want to learn a language go ahead do your thing but I, since I was taught French since grade four, because that's what we implement in our educational system in Canada, it's already in me. But for me to learn another language, I don't know. Uh, I think I I would want to just for sake, but because technology is so advanced, I probably don't need to. But it's good to learn anyways, even if it's basic stuff like ordering food or saying hello, saying goodbye, or asking a little questions. You don't really need to be in a philosophical debate or like try to express yourself. But if you can speak the language just to get by, then yo, you're you're good still. You're blessed, man. You're blessed, trust me. And I really enjoy learning the world or seeing the world from somebody else's point of view. That's why I think that traveling is important because I see how Even my next-door neighbors in Ontario, because I'm based out of Ontario, in Quebec, they have a way of doing certain things, a way of speaking to one another. And it's really important to see, even though we're in the same country, same countries, just different provinces, it's cool to see their way of thinking, how they perceive the world their customs, their religions. It's cool to look at. It's cool to see certain people's opinions on certain issues as well. Even when I go to the States, how they speak and how they carry themselves, it's completely different than over here. And I feel like in certain spots in the States, they're a little bit more welcoming than other parts in the States. But for the most part, I feel like traveling is important. I've only been, I haven't been to Europe yet. I would like to go there, and I also like to go to Africa for sure. I have to go to Africa, have to, and I would like to go to Asia as well. I haven't pinpointed the countries yet, but actually, wait, wait, talk about that one. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have. I say like, for Europe, I have to go to France, I have to go to Switzerland, and Italy, and then for Africa. I would probably say Nigeria, South Africa, um, Kenya, Zambia, and for I think for Asia, most definitely Korea, South Korea, and Japan. So I have to go to those places. So it's not so when I go to those places, God willing i can understand their perspective and their customs and how they do so and i also would do some research before i even go there so that's why traveling is pretty good because you understand the other man's perspective what you guys want to know about your boy is he loves to eat he loves food man like i'm six foot six so you know Man, I'm trying to eat some good food. So, that's why traveling is also a good thing. Because you get to try different cuisines, man. Trust me. Trust me. When you go to different countries and different places, you know that there's various foods that you would like to try that's only specific to that country. So, I'm really big on Italian food. I have a couple of friends who are Italians anyway, so they can teach me the cuisines and stuff like that. and. uh I would actually love to go to Italy for food mainly. That was not the main reason. Some people go for sightseeing. Like, that's cool too. But me personally, I always look at the food because at the end of the day, you got to eat something. got to eat some food. So uh, I would say for that, I would like to travel because I want to know more about food. So I'm a foodie man. You know? I'm food. Food, let me see what you guys have to offer me like korea i like their type of cuisine i high like korean barbecue it's okay in canada but i noticed that when you, if you go to south korea they have more options and you can go deeper into the cuisines i find that in north america you have more than enough options which is part of the reason why we are the most obese continent because we have so much options like you can literally go down the street, and there's like more than five to ten options of different foods from different places. So, that's probably why we have so much obesity in our continent. Also, we have Uber Eats. I abuse that sometimes, but that's neither here nor there. What I find is that different places have different cuisines. And if you would go to South Korea itself, itself, you would find more cuisines. more types of dishes that you cannot find because it's more authentic because it's from there directly right because when it comes over here yes it is still korean barbecue but it's more americanized because it's generalized for the public right so that's why i would like to go to different places so i can try their food as well i know like for canada if you go to Quebec or Quebec, depending on how you speak, you can try poutine, which is uh, fries, gravy, and cheese curds. So you go there, you can have that as well there. And if you go out west, especially in Alberta, we're more Alberta is more known for their their steaks and stuff like that. But if you go out east to P. I. They're known for their fries because they have good potatoes over there. So that's what I'm trying to say. Different places have different things. I w- went to Philly, known for the chili um, Philly cheesesteak. So trust. Philly cheesesteak slap heavy. If you have you ever had a Philly cheesesteak? Come on, cuh. Come on. If you guys not living until you have Philly cheesesteak. If you're a vegetarian, they have vegetarian options as well. Still... Just as good as the Philly cheesesteak itself with the beef in it. In New York, if you like hot dogs, I don't like hot dogs at all. I think hot dogs are nasty. Bro, I don't mess with hot dogs, but you can try a hot dog. Make sure you try their um, New York-style pizza, obviously. Go to cities where they have a lot of food options. I know that San Francisco is good with food as well because a couple of youtubers that i watch are based out of san francisco and they show us a lot of restaurants that they have and it's really good i'm fortunate of living in one of the best cities in the world i live in outside of toronto so i can just go down there and try different restaurants try different um dishes and stuff, stuff like that so that my food palette is not bland it's experience so i'm for me, um, some people just don't like tasting weird type of foods. I'll try it because, like, when it comes to food, I'll try a good – I will say nine ninety five percent of the times I'll try it. It has to be really disgusting for me not to try it. But even if it's pretty disgusting, I might still try it because I just want to taste it to see, Right. I'm I'm a weird type of guy when it comes to food. Like I'll try certain things that most people won't try. Like I'll try it because I want to experience it. I want to experience, make my taste palate experience something that is not normal to. It's not used to. So that's why I do it. With that, couple countries that I would actually like to go to just for food, excluding South Korea and. Italy, because I already talked about that. It is Japan? Japan has pretty good food. We know we have Japan Japanese cuisine over here, but I want to try it in Japan to see what it's like. I'm a big fan of ramen, not the instant noodle ramen, but like authentic ramen, the one that they eat at the restaurants and stuff like that. Also, I like to go to uh, Spain. I heard Spain has pretty good food as well, and it. In Italy, those places, they don't give out big portions. So if you're big on portions, you need to come to America or Canada and try it. Try the American barbecue. So go to the south, like Kansas. Go to Texas, obviously. You got to go to Texas, Alabama, Mississippi. Those places have good cuisines. If you want to go up, if you're a big fan of seafood go to those places like vermont maine massachusetts those states have more seafood and it tastes better even if you go to canada just go out east so like new brunswick nova scotia and those places they have good seafood as well so it's really important if you're into food you gotta travel must travel for me personally i know Nigeria has pretty good food, so I might try Nigeria for sure. South Africa, I heard, has pretty good food as well. So I just need to do more research on certain dishes that I could look forward to when going there. I heard um, Portugal is pretty good with their food as well. And France is pretty good as well. Like These are the places that you hear of a lot that has good cuisines. I have a lot of... I'm fortunate I have a, a lot of friends who or may not be from Canada, so they're from different countries, and they can teach me certain things about the food. Also, we live in the age of the internet, so like I could just Google it myself. But make sure, you guys, if you're into food and into trying new foods, and you're not afraid of trying new foods, make sure you travel. Make sure you try out the foods there, because it's an experience, and you can teach people, and you can also share your stories with certain things with other people about what foods you've tasted. And also, it makes you a connoisseur in a sense because now you can be like, hey, yo, guys, why don't you try this dish from this restaurant? And you become a tour guide for your friends and your family. So that's why it's important to travel because you get to try the blessed food that's out there. One thing that's really important about traveling is understanding culture as well. I took a course recently for my programs called Sociology of Culture, taught by Professor Childress. And it actually was one of the best classes I ever took so far in university because it showed us how vast culture is and how intuitive it is. And it can, even within a greater culture, there can be many cultures as well. And it showed us and it opened my eyes personally because it helped me break down what culture truly is and how we can understand it. And I think traveling can help you understand other people's cultures. And racism and uh, fascism and all these sort of isms, (laughs) these uh, negative stereotypes and things that we have, if you immerse yourself in other people's cultures, sometimes those things can be diminished if you're understanding that's why I always talk about understanding people's perspective and we talked about that earlier in the podcast but culture is a big thing i think for me personally because i'm a christian and all that sort of stuff i find that i actually would like to go to israel because it would open my eyes to their culture right now because you read the Bible, and it's basically talking about Israel and his journey throughout time for the most part, right? So I'd say that's one place that I have to go to too oh to too oh my gosh, I'm kidding yeah but you have to go that I have to go to as well because I feel that it would open my eyes and it would bring the Bible to life for me, and I understand the Israeli culture a little bit more clearly if I'm personally there. And I think it's really important to be there for me to see what I'm reading, if you guys understand what I'm saying. And culture is cool as well, because like I think because of social media and because of the media in general, we have these far-fetched ideas about a certain culture because of how they're portrayed. But if you were go if you were to go there themselves, yourself, sorry, if you were to go there yourself, you would find that it's different than what it seems. It might be better than it seems, it might be worse than it seems. Because you hear bad things about Korea, but we are we understand that it's divided, right? There's north and south. So Korea itself is not a bad place. It's just the north part is not as warming or not as warm due to the media's what the media says and what's going on over there with their government but we're not talking about politics right now but i'm just saying if you were to go to certain places like go to morocco i want to go to morocco as well and ethiopia as well as too like sometimes i find especially with africa it gets portrayed as a, a poor nation It's a whole continent, over 50 countries, and I don't think all of them are poor. I I just can't, how can a country that, or not a country, how can a continent that had kings and queens all of a sudden become entirely poor? I believe that there's rich parts in Africa. That's why I have to go there and see it for myself, so I know for myself. I have to go to Morocco. I would like to go to Egypt. I would like to go to Ethiopia, North Africa, then go south and go east and go west, Ghana and those places. I think it's really important. I'll even go to, like, South America, Central America as well. Those are. I just want to travel the world. Because I'm like, if I only have one life as a human being right now, why would I want to just sit myself down in Canada for the rest of my life? That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why people want to do that and just sit here in Canada. Not to say Canada is bad, but I'm just saying there's other places, other cultures that I would like to see. I'm fortunate that Canada is a very diverse nation. So we're submerged in different cultures. We have like Ethiopians, Somalians, we have Filipinos, all those different types of people. Chinese is one of the highest demographics here and jamaicans the west indies all those places but i'm just saying for me yes it's cool to see them here and try their food here but why would i just want to stay here and do that when i can just go to china itself or i could just go to jamaica you know what i mean and explore their country there that's me personally that's what i would like to do like i would even go to the middle east like. Lebanon, I think Lebanon's in the Middle East. It's just like Lebanon is close to Europe, but near the Middle East. I like to go to those places and see what they like, see what they are like, what their cousins are like, how they are, how they move. Because I'm just, it's not me just studying their culture as an experiment, but me immersing myself and trying to understand how they move about. Because I'm open-minded. My uncle taught me something that's very valuable. He said, what's the point of jumping out a plane with a parachute and you never open it? Guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna die. But if you open that parachute, guess what happens? You live and you get to see the sky as you're falling down and you look over the vast majority of the land when you're going down. The whole point is, the parachute represents your mind. If it's closed, it's just going to fall down. But when it's open, you float and you get to see more and you get to understand more in a sense. So that's why it's important for me to do those things because I want to understand people's cultures. I want to be a part of something larger than myself because the more people get into that state of mind where you can understand people's cultures, the less problems a lot of conflicts that there will be not to say that it won't be any conflicts but i'm saying when you understand something instead of labeling something you're more likely to work with people and deal with people and all that getting getting understanding please that's what i'm trying to tell you guys but make sure when you travel understanding the culture and actually here's the tip and here's the advice the best thing you can do because we're in a social media age is find somebody in that country that you can network with maybe yeah find somebody you can network with and then that way you can try to get them as um a tour guide i think there's an app called kk day where they schedule different activities for you and stuff like that and they can You can find trustworthy tour guides and stuff like that that can show you around. Because it's going to be difficult to travel in a place that you don't know the language, you don't know the customs, you don't know how people act yet. But it's easier to do it with somebody that knows what they're doing, knows what they're talking about. And you don't have to pay an arm and a leg. Also, make sure you travel with friends because it's better with friends. I've been told that by people who travel a lot. So make sure you do that. You find some friends. Even if it's friends that may not know everything around, like, everything in the country, so they're, like, they're pretty much, like, tambo Rasa, they, they're they a blank slate. But make sure you just travel with friends because it's fun to travel with your friends and your family. Also, it's, I would say it's better to find someone who's been there before so they know the, the best restaurants to go to. They know... The best sightseeing spots to go to. The best stores. Blah, blah. And speaking of stores, we're going to transition to shopping. With your boy, Dearest D. this is the D.D. Fuego Show. Alright, so like I mentioned in the previous segment, we're going to talk about shopping. Now, you know your boy, D.D., is saucy. He has all the gear, and he, he's just that guy. So, this is what I'm telling you. If you're into shopping, if you're into fashion, it's important for you to go travel as well. Because what you know is if you're really into fashion, if you really know about fashion, you would know that different countries have different styles and tastes. And, like, I would say, like, certain areas in the world, because of their religion, you have to kind of dress a certain way, mostly if you're a female you will have to drive more conservative, which I agree with. I think modesty is one of the best way to dress if you're a female. Trust me. It's really cool to see modest females out here, but what I find is, is when you travel, you see people's taste in clothes, and sometimes they might be similar to you. I would love to go to Japan. Why? Because Japan's always ahead of us in most things, but it's just not televised. They're ahead of us in fashion. They're ahead of us in technology to a certain extent. So that's why I'm a big fan of Japan. And I would actually consider living there. But, you know, I'm a family guy. So I don't want to live too far away from my family. But what I find is in Japan, their clothing stuff. Like, a lot of you young guys that's listening to me right now. listen to me right now. They, you guys know about bomber jackets and all that stuff and souvenir jackets those things came out i would say started getting popularized when Kanye and those guys were wearing it around like 2015 2016 but the japanese have been wearing it since the early 2000s so that's how far ahead they are in fashion there's so many different brands that they have over there that you can go and you can check out when it comes to fashion and if you're into fashion like i said because this is only talking about clothing and shopping and stuff like that also if you're into books it's good to look at different books if you can find it in english it'll be better (laughs) if you you speak english fluently and it's your native tongue then do that but also look into books as well i'm gonna just sprinkle that in there but europe is also a good place where you can look at different fashion that's going to be coming over to north america anyways. You can look at your high-end brands, your Dolce & Cabana, your Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Coco Chanel, all these different places, all these different brands and, and stuff like that. You can look at them ahead of time, look at their pieces, go to the fashion shows, see what they have to offer. can even give you ideas if you're into making clothes, which I think a lot of people should start doing now. You should start getting into making clothes. I'm not into it that much yet. Maybe down the line I will. I don't know yet. We'll see. But I'm into that. I think New York has a good fashion sense because I live in Canada, as I previously mentioned throughout this episode. I'm sorry if I'm becoming redundant, but since I live in a colder country, New York is a good fashion place, fashion city that I, I model some of my styles after because it's a cold city as well during the wintertime. So I usually, it makes sense for me to model myself after them compared to LA because LA is warm all the time. So it wouldn't make that much sense to model myself out there. LA, maybe just in the summertime, but wintertime, you're not wearing shorts, you know, unless you're a wild boy, like you're not going to wear shorts. So that's why I'm saying fashion, you can get ideas, mesh them together. I know that berets are coming back in style. Which is uh, based out of France. So you have to know where they're coming from and the styles that they bring. Different countries have different tastes. I think they have different color palettes as well. So you look at the different color palettes due to their weather as well. And you can kind of incorporate it into your own style. You get inspiration. A couple, I'll just name a couple countries that if you're really into fashion, if you really are into like, dressing nice. If you don't care that much, then it's okay. It's just food for thought. But I'm going to just name some countries that are good with fashion and that you should model yourself after. This is, I think it's really cool to do those things. Like try to see what, try to see what you can incorporate into your style because like at the end of the day you want to floss on them you want to shine you gotta make sure you're nice Plus, you have to make sure you're well put together because it shows part of your character right shows part of your character so the u.s news article shows the top 10 Fashionable countries. I'm talking about countries, I'm not talking about cities because that can be very intuitive, very detailed, and micro. So I'm just going to look at the macro. So, US News made an article of the top 10 countries that have the best style, per se. Number one, we're looking at Italy. Makes sense. Most of the designer brands come from Italy. We have France at number two. Spain. And then you have the U.S. number four. The U.K. at number five. Brazil, number six. That one threw me off. Brazil threw me off at number six. And we have Japan, like I said, number seven. Sweden, number eight. That threw me off a bit. Singapore is not surprising. They're very ahead of us as well sometimes. And... The Netherlands being number 10. So those are the top 10. The ones that surprised me the most were Brazil, Netherlands, and Sweden. But I expect the UK because the UK is usually the powerhouse. The States, powerhouse. Italy, makes sense. Like, most of them you would find is European-based. I think we should start paying attention to Africa, too, as a continent. But I'm surprised about Brazil. That actually shocked me. But... Hmm, that's actually throwing me off still. Oh my goodness. But, like I said, you go to these different countries, you understand their different tastes and styles, and all that sort of stuff that's important into making your fits better. And because I've, if you're based out of Canada, if you're listening to this and you're Canadian, it's cool to look at different places because you can look at Italy and France. And model their styles or Brazil in the summer but then you can look at UK in the fall and you can look at Japan in the spring because Canada has an interesting type weather you never know what to expect but I think you should be versatile and you should open your mind and expand yourself to different fashion senses to your liking this is the DD Friggle Show. The next segment will be Wrap It Up, DD, where I wrap up and sum up the show for you. All right. Okay, it's the end of the show. Wrap It Up, DD, where I wrap up the show for you. Don't cry, don't cry, because we'll be back with another episode, all right? We will be. So on this episode, we're talking about why traveling is important, why you should travel. We talked about because. It is important, number one, for you to look at other people's perspectives and other countries' perspectives and their customs and sort of stuff like that. That is important for your traveling experience and why you should travel because it opens your mind to that. We also talked about fashion. Your boy DD loves fashion, and why it's cool to look at different countries and how they dress and how you can incorporate it into your own style and looking at the certain trends that go on and go forth. Speaking of trends, I know this is a bit off topic, but I'm an off the cost kind of guy. Um, make sure you just don't put all your money into a certain trend, okay? Why, you ask, is because, like as I said, it's a trend, it's a fad, it's going to come, it's going to go. When you see these trends coming, In going, that's why it's good to look at different countries because you can see them happening before it actually happens. Make sure you just buy like cheaper alternatives because the next year something's gonna be cool and that's gonna be out. That's one thing my grandfather taught me. He said, Don't put all your money into looking good for clothing just for the fashion, because I can tell you for a fact, there's some clothes that I will wear in grade. Seven. I'm not. I'm gonna talk about like the style. I'm not gonna talk about my size because I'm six six now. But the certain styles that were cool when I was in grade seven that are not as cool right now. In grade, even grade nine to grade twelve. Grade twelve, people were wearing joggers and like graphic tees a lot and different like button ups and all that certain stuff like that and visors. In grade nine, when I was a freshman, it was about crew neck, crew necks, um, denim, and also I would say cargo shorts, those um, wooden necklaces, and the snapbacks. So I'm just saying, they're not wearing that much anymore. Some of the pieces I mentioned in grade nine, people still wearing them now, but for the most part, that style, with even the what's called the denim vest. No one's really wearing that much anymore. So I'm saying don't put all your money into the, like the high-end brands, unless if you can resell it, but just try to buy cheaper alternatives. Also, what we talked about on the Didi Fuego show today, about in regards to traveling, we talked about cultures and why culture is a big, important part in understanding different cultures and doing these things And learning about them and immersing yourself into those cultures that you know and you learn. And lastly, we talked about food and why food is important because it expands your taste palette. And you can be a connoisseur, you can be a historian too because there's been food for thousands upon thousands of years. And you can show your friends different restaurants in different cities and different countries. And you can kind of be their tour guide. And it's cool to understand different foods, how they're made, what they use, different spices. And it can actually help you with your own cooking as well. And it's important for you guys to learn how to cook. I'm going to tell you that right now. Trust me. Make sure you know how to cook. Okay? It's been a pleasure doing this podcast for you guys. I appreciate all the support. If you want to support this podcast even more, what you can do is subscribe to Apple, iTunes, you can get it on there. You can get it on Google Play. You can also listen to it here on Anchor. Make sure you download the app. Listen to the D.D. Fugo Show on Anchor if you can. Also, what you can do is share this and leave a review on those platforms that I talked about. But you can share it on your social media platform with your family, your friends, and the world. Show the world the D.D. Fugo Show. With your host, Darius D, the prettiest podcast host of the entire century. this has been a blast. Ladies, don't be a toy. Fellas, don't be a soy boy. This is your boy, Darius D, signing off. One more time, just chill to the next episode.